Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4. And then after 4 o'clock, uh, you can uh, listen to the iHeart app for the John and Ken On Demand podcast, which uh, contains the entire program. And you can listen to it again or pick up the things that you missed. And it's available 24 7. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, another keyword. This contest continues on KFI. Help you get 1000 bucks. You got a chance. Listen for the keyword around 220 and then follow the directions and you could win the money. We start this hour by bringing Steve Beloy back to the show, a senior legal fellow at the Energy and Environment Legal Institute. And he wrote an editorial that appeared in the Wall Street Journal recently about this story that uh, July 3rd and July 4th were the two hottest days on Earth on record. As he says, it comes from the global warming industry. And, of course, they got a lot, and I mean a lot of media play those two days. Uh, supposedly the hottest in 125,000 years. Say that out loud. July 4th was the <laughs> hottest in 125,000 years. I, uh, somebody check how long humans have been around. 
because I think we we evolved into our current form uh, about a hundred thousand years ago. Let's uh, get Steve uh, on the line here, Steve Malloy. Hey, John, how you doing? All right, so Ken? Steve, uh, you hey. you can explain this to us. Um, yeah. How would they know what the temperature was globally a hundred and twenty-five thousand years ago? Well, they don't, and I think that's the joke. I mean, they're making these claims which get parroted through the lamestream media. Um, you know, the claim is based on satellite. Uh, gathered data to start with. Now, what satellites did they have 125,000 years ago? <laughs> Absolutely none. And if you look into it just a little bit deeper, you see that you know mo most of the world where people live wasn't really warmer. There was this uh, incredible heat wave over the Antarctic. You know, went from like you know, normally it's it's winter down there right now, and normally it's like you know 70 below, and but and it went made it up to 30 below, right? Still pretty cold, but you know that uh, you know 40 degree difference over a large area. Well, obviously that's going to affect this you know bogus notion of a global average global temperature, which of course nobody lives at. Where do you measure it? You know, Al Gore says the Earth has a fever. Where do you put the thermometer? We we didn't um, um, we didn't even have thermometers till what the 1800s. Uh, yeah, basically around that. But we haven't, you know, we haven't had reliable measurements of. We still don't have reliable measurements of global temperatures. Much of the Earth's surface is still not covered. Even where we measure temperatures, they're not accurate to within um, one degree centigrade. And of course, that is the amount of global warming the alarmist claim we've had since well, industrialization. All right, so, so we can't so, even really measure it. I mean, we were, we barely had people around 125,000 years ago. We certainly didn't have thermometers. We didn't have satellites. We didn't have thermometers till the 1800s. I can remember that weather satellites came around the late 1970s, around 1978, yeah. 79, I think. Yep. So, so any anything pre all those uh, demarcations is just total nonsense. Well, yeah, for sure. And, and I mean, the reason I brought up the Antarctic um, heat wave is because that's probably been happening a lot over the course of time. And if we're going to say, well, this is the hottest day based on that, well, we have, we've never been, really been able to measure that until recently, until we've had satellites. There's, you, there, there aren't very many temperature stations down there. None of them are really reliable. Um, it, the whole thing is just made up, like all of climate. Uh, you know, I pointed out in my article that if you looked at where there were where people actually live and, and you know measure, actually measuring actual temperatures where people live, uh, the Earth is about 57 and a half degrees. Has been that way for a very long time. Uh, you know, nothing has changed recently. This is not the hottest June. This is not the hottest July. This is not the hottest year. This is just another year, another month, another day, another week. So where where do they get the extra heat from? Because you write that the temperature probably averages around fifty-seven, not sixty-two. Well, they got they got it from this Antarctic heat wave, which just that. You know, yeah, we've only you know been measuring recently. So that 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 threw off That's the it. whole world's temperature average. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. The the Arctic is at exactly average right now, and has been for uh, months now. There's the, nothing unusual going anywhere. This is just you know summer and weather. Uh, you know, it's been hot before in California. It's been hot before in, in Arizona. It's been hot before in Texas. You know, in 1980, Texas had a heat wave that went on for about um, you know, 10 weeks or so. 2,000 people died. 
Back then, it was just a heat wave and bad weather, and, 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 and you know, it wasn't climate change or global warming. Now we've completely weaponized all these terms. Are, are you aware of uh, any explanation as to why we had ice ages and why they ended? <laughs> Well, you know, there are, um, you know, the, the Earth goes around the sun, and there's a little bit of a wobble. Uh, there's this, you know, Milankovitch cycle, it's called. Uh, also, there are, you know, all sorts of changes that go on in the Earth. You know, the Earth is, you know, the core of the Earth is very hot, and that is changing. Uh, you know, the, I mean, the Earth is constantly changing. And this notion that, you know, climate alarmists want you to believe that, well, you know, if everyone has, we just have windmills and solar panels, we're going to go back to the climate of yesteryear. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but this is a lot of money for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah, this is trillions and trillions of dollars. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you know, the alarmist community, they want to spend $270 trillion dollars uh, over the next 30 years, getting to net zero, John Kerry, once we get to, to now this is really funny, once we get to net zero, John Kerry wants to spend another $1.6 quadrillion sucking carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere. Quadrillion? Asked, yeah, quadrillion. He was asked about that last week at, at the House hearing. Yeah, he wants to... He wants to suck out of the air 1.6 trillion tons of carbon dioxide, and each, you know, doing that costs a thousand dollars a ton. So that works out to 1.6 quadrillion dollars. I mean, the guy is crazy. Wow. They're all crazy. I think you know what? You're the first person I've ever heard to use the phrase quadrillion to describe yeah, to describe a spending plan. Uh, this uh, this temperature uh, claim, uh, Steve, came from the University of Maine's climate reanalyzer which you yes. write relies on a mix of satellite temperature data and computer model guesstimation. This story got so much play in the media everywhere. It comes from just this University of Maine's climate reanalyzer? Uh, yeah, that's exactly, yeah. And, and they're the ones that uh, they use some satellite data, some computer models. And, of course, none of these computer models work. It's just making stuff up. And because it got this really shocking answer, you know, the, the, the dirty secret is that this year has been cool, and not only has this year been cool, there's been no global warming in the past almost nine years, despite emissions of 500 billion tons. You know, we're taught that every emission warms the planet. Well, the last 500 billion have warmed nothing. So that's why the media is going just absolutely bonkers this year with every heat wave and everything they can make up. They're just throwing any, everything and anything against the wall, hoping it sticks. We were talking about this last hour that media, especially the media here in California, was pretty quiet the first six months because it was a pretty cool beginning to the year. Yeah. As soon as this heat wave hit last week, holy mackerel, the stories just multiplied. In fact, yeah. what was, why did that happen? We had one of the coolest six-month stretches that anybody could remember. Okay, so... The, what's really, what really is controlling our climate and has for at least the last 40 years has been these uh, El Ninos that come out of the Pacific. And the last El Nino, the last time we had global warming was in 2015. And then we went into this, the, the negative phase of that, the La Nina phase, where there's some cooling. And then, you know, now we're going, and, and, and we had a, like a, a three years of La Nina, so that made it pretty cool, and that's why you got all that rain in the, in the uh, winter and spring and why it's been, uh, you know, cloudy and cool. Uh, and so now we're going into an El Nino phase, and the El Nino is, once again, going to drive temperatures up a little if it's, if it's strong enough. And so that, that's really what's going on. It's these El Ninos that emissions have nothing to do with. I like the way you also wrote, 
96% of U.S. temperature stations produce corrupted data. Yes. Why is that? Well, it's just, it's, it's very hard to get a real, real measurement. You know, a lot of these temperature stations tend to be in uh, urban heat islands. You know, the urban heat island effect is where, like, you know, if you look at your local weather map in the, in the evening, you see urban areas, you know, cities are warmer than the countryside. That's because of all the asphalt and concrete, waste heat. Oh, yeah, my driveway uh, is uh, 10 degrees right. hotter than, uh, right. than right. after I pull so, the car out down the block. So if you have a, a temperature station at an airport, which is nothing yeah. but concrete and asphalt and hot air coming out of jet engines, well, you're going to get a biased result. So there is, there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of other things that can corrupt temperature readings. And, uh, you know, people have done research and found that, you know, 96% of these stations um, are corrupted. They're not accurate to within one degree centigrade, which is, you know, exactly the amount of global warming they claim we've had. So we really don't know what's going on at all. You know, you throw in this, you know, the Antarctic heat waves. Um, who Who knows? Who knows what global temperatures really been? But they, you know, the alarmists want us to give up fossil fuels, destroy our standard of living. Uh, they want to tell us how to live, where to live, what kind, what kind of electricity we can have, what kind of food we can eat. It's all crazy. All right, Steve. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for coming yeah. on. Thank you. Yep. Bye bye. Steve Malloy, senior legal fellow at the Energy and Environment Legal Institute, and also writes about what he calls junk science. And this was about the report last uh, well, it was two weeks ago now that Earth's had its hottest temperature, you know, 125, our average temperature, 125,000 years. Coming up next, your chance at money with another keyword, John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM640. Uh, one hour ago, we were talking about the possibility of the El Segundo Times being sold. Remember that story, John, yes. one hour ago? Yes, were they sold? And you, no, but you had mentioned um, the Barbara Bain story. Yes. Was Barbara, that, Barbara, is, no, apparently not. Well, Barbara Bain, of course, was an actress in Mission Impossible television series. Yes. And, and she ended up marrying Martin Landau for a while. They were married. She's still alive, actually. I looked her up. She's 91. What, about her, what about her dog? Well... Somebody sent a link from 2008 that an L.A. Times staffer, a former staffer, spoke to Barbara Bain at a party. When I told her I worked at the Times, she made a point of telling me the story of her dog. The dog was not killed by a heavy newspaper. It was office leash, ran into, office leash, ran into the street and was hit by a Times delivery truck. Well, that's worse. She insisted it was her fault alone. She never sought damages <laughs> from the Times. Well, but it wasn't that the paper was so heavy in 19. No, it was a whole truck full of papers. They, uh, that was really heavy. <laughs> oh, my God. Times uh, killing dogs. This story is riling some people up today from the woke world of Disney. They are apparently remaking Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, but into a live-action movie. However, uh, there won't be any dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of the movie, then? <laughs> no, it would be a different tale, yes. Uh, it's going to be seven people who are uh, regular-sized, uh, and they're uh -huh. described as magical creatures. Uh -huh. So they're not dwarfs, they're just creatures, and they're magical. Uh this one, of course, is a diverse. There's apparently a screenshot that's come out on the set of this movie. Yes, and you know what? They're going to come door to door and confiscate any DVD copies you have of the original version. 
They're yes. going to have woke police come into your door, and they're going to snatch them right out of your cabinet. <laughs> this was not a... Uh, in the picture, wow. there is a young lady with a red cape walking down a hillside, and behind her, there are seven people, but uh, they look like anybody else you'd see. They're not particularly short-sized, and they're very ethnically diverse. Oh, ethnically Women, diverse. men, black people, white people, <laughs> very ethnically diverse. <laughs> So, are, are, are is Snow White still going to be Snow White? Uh, uh, or are they going to call her Snow Beige? Also, from the world of the woke, the New York Post just did a story. We may take a closer look at this. I saw this story uh, in a couple of media outlets here last week. As you know, the state of California is trying to revise its math education. As the Post says, they're doing it in the name of equity. The state's new math framework for public schools ditches traditional instruction to emphasize self-identity and cooperation <laughs> in lieu of actual math skills. It aims to keep all students in the same math courses until 10th grade, no longer grouping oh. them by skills. Oh, my God. So the kids who can learn more get right. the more advanced instruction they need, but no longer. So the results will be far fewer kids able to take advanced classes like calculus in, or in even math. algebra. Okay, so all the really smart math kids who've helped revolutionize our world with all the tech inventions and innovations, uh, they're no longer going to get taught advanced math. They're right. going to have to sit bored and stupid while the slow ones try to catch up. Of course, a lot of the slow ones aren't really slow. They just don't care. They don't care about learning math. So now this, the ones who don't care about learning are going to be the tyrants over those who do care and learn quickly. Boy, I, I, no way my kids would go to a school like that. No They're way. coming In up fact, with something called math identity rainbows. Each student is to pick a rainbows. color representing his or her individual now, strength. That's child Whether abuse. it's communicating, perseverance, or numerical, numerical reasoning. That is child abuse. In fact, I, rem I, no, I, I made... We made one of our decisions about what school they would go to based on the, exactly that issue because there was a school and it seemed pretty good and uh, got accepted there. But we went to a parent's, uh, you know, question and answer thing. And I said, so if one of my kids does really well, let's say in math or, or reading, uh, will they be given an accelerated program? And they said, well, no, we don't do that here. Um, uh, you know, uh, he'll, he'll be able to help the teacher uh, instruct some of the other kids. I said, I see. So you're not going to teach him at the, to his capabilities, and you're going to put a big, big target on his back by making him the teacher's pet, the, uh, the assistant. And yeah. so it's like at that moment, it's like no chance for this school. Uh -uh. This is the concept of groupthink, the whole oh, idea garbage. of unions. We work as a group together. Nobody gets ahead of anybody else. They're getting rid of Algebra 2, and they're going to introduce a course called Introduction to Data Science, <sighs> which is the post writes. It doesn't teach core concepts like uh, no. logarithms no. and no. trigonometry. No, they're going to they're going to turn a generation stupid is what they're going to do. They would rather have everybody equally stupid than have a certain... Uh, a certain uh, sliver excel and continue to change the world's progress. That that's insane. And you know what? No intelligent family is going to go for this. You're not going to go anywhere neither near these kind of schools. That is absurd. Uh, that's that's that they should be locked up in prison.
We'll carry on. Johnny Ken, KFI oh, AM 640 God. Live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, coming up after 3 o'clock, our guest will be Steve Gregory from KFI News to give us a little more information on the FBI. The FBI investigating the LA County Sheriff's Department over a couple of viral videos, including the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago, where a couple was suspected of shoplifting, and eventually one of the deputies got into it with the women in the or the woman in the pair, and she went to the ground. So that's one of two incidents that the FBI is investigating. Good God. Anyway, he'll fill us in on the other one, too. Coming up after 3 o'clock. Well, if you live in Orange County and you drive the 405 freeway, there is 16 miles between Costa Mesa and the L.A. County line where they're going to soon open up the dreaded toll lanes. And it's really complicated as I read it here in the El Segundo Times. Under the policy, there'll be no tolls for carpools with three or more people, none for motorcycles or vehicles with designated veterans license plates or disabled person license plates. 
If you're in a clean air vehicle, you get a 15% discount. But carpools with two people, remember, the carpool has to be three now. Two people can use the lane without paying in the first three and a half years during non-peak hours. What? Did you, did you follow that? Yeah. That's where it gets to hell. <laughs> so outside of the hours of 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then 2 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, <laughs> you can be two people. You don't have to pay, but only for now, for the first three and a half years of this. <laughs> Wait a second. Two people, as long as it's outside 6 to 10 and 2 to 7. Yeah, the big peak drive time hours, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, and, and outside then, of 1 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. Right. They have different hours on the weekends. And they then, do, because that's when they, the freeways now, get now, very busy in the afternoon. I don't think people remember this, but in Orange County, you people uh, voted to tax yourselves under Measure M. Oh, yeah. uh, and I found a press release from 2018 that they're going to use the Measure M money for about a $2 billion expansion of uh, the 405 uh, between Costa Mesa and the L.A. County line. And that's been ongoing for quite a while. It has, yeah. Uh, but what what that means is you already paid for the road with Measure M. You oh. already paid. It was a half-cent sales tax increase. So I don't understand if everybody paid for it with the tax increase, why do they have to pay for it again with, with a toll? Hmm. And I thought so, Orange County was always proud of that, that we have our own Measure M well, for our transportation projects. We're not like L.A. County, which is always starved for money. Well, they, they, they did a good thing because on, on Interstate 5, the same thing. As soon as you cross the L.A. County line, it goes from about three lanes to eight. And suddenly this horrific traffic jam going south, like sometimes I've driven to Angel Stadium after the show. Right. And the traffic is horrendous until you go to the Orange County, L.A. County line, and then whoosh, it's almost like an orgasm. Suddenly, it's like eight lanes of traffic flowing. And the same thing last week going going uh, down and back on the 405. You get to the county line, and it suddenly expands. Going north, it suddenly narrows, and here comes the traffic. But my point is to you, those of you in Orange County, you paid for this already. You've been paying the Measure M sales tax for quite a while. There's no reason to be charging you tolls. Well, it says here they had to borrow $629 million from the feds. Then pay it back with the tax. That's what the tax is for. Or did they squander it on bike lanes? Well, they did said or, they did. Uh, they had to build a bunch of bridges. Yeah, that, I remember there were closures. 18 bridges had to be rebuilt, and they did add bike lanes. Well, okay, well, there you go. It shouldn't have gone to bike lanes. Everything should have gone to the road. And uh, just use the sales tax uh, for a longer period of time. But don't charge don't charge tolls. And then come up with something complicated. I mean, the I mean, maximum toll rate for the entire drive will be almost ten dollars. Oh, the minimum that's, about two dollars and seventy cents, depending on how congested it is. And, you know what? And this is that corrupt Orange County Transportation Authority, the OCTA. Remember well, yeah, those? you tangled with them years ago when you well, got billed for a toll. Well, yeah, because we went down to see uh, Pageant of the Masters uh, a week ago, and it was it was really good. Uh, and and you know they they try to entice you with taking the seventy three as a shortcut, except they want like eight, nine, ten dollars to go down the seventy three, and it doesn't get you there any quicker. But they you know they built that uh, ridiculous uh, freeway, and and nobody wants to take it. Nobody wants to pay that money. It doesn't do you any good anyway. So this is, and remember, they would, because I got, I got a, uh, like a, 
uh, a letter in the mail to pay and didn't notice that you had to pay within five days or doubled in price or some such nonsense because we were screaming with, uh, what's his name, uh, Todd Spitzer about it. Yeah, he was on the board. He was on the board then. And he was going, blah, 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 I think was his response. <laughs> and they're, they're, you're just, they're, they're, they're just thieves. And I'm quoting that exactly. It's just a bunch, they're a bunch of thieves. They are thieves. Now, you have to have a transponder, too, to use these oh, lanes. yes. While you were away on your vacation, L.A. County took away the transponder thing. Did you know that? I saw that. Yep. You no longer have to have a transponder to use the toll lanes in L.A. County. But you still have to pay the toll. And uh, they allege that if you don't, they might be able to suspend your car registration or something like that. Yeah, or they, I'm I'm curious to see what happens now. Or they kill your experiments. They kill your pets. Well, m- to my eyes, I mean, I don't have statistics on this, but I know the 73 is wide open, empty much of the time. People aren't paying the ten dollars to go a handful of miles, and on the 10, uh, going uh, going east in LA County and then coming back to the west. Often those two lanes are wide open, clear, and everybody's bunched up in the other four lanes because, again, the tolls are outrageously high, and we already paid this with other taxes. For God's sakes, the 405 is an interstate freeway. All right, so we've already paid in federal taxes. We've paid state taxes. We People in Orange County have paid the Measure M half-cent sales tax on top of it, and they want tolls? Unless we have three people in the car, which is always stupid because there's no such thing as a three-person carpool to work. I've, I've never seen that. All right? You know of anybody who has two other guys in carpool? What that is is families are in, are in uh, could take it for free. So why, why do families get it just because there's three of them? It's ridiculous. Uh, they pulled out a great one here from Dave Amos, a professor at Cal Poly City and Regional Planning Department. You can't add lanes indefinitely. We're living in a world where climate equity there we go. There's more we go. of a concern. There's the prayer. Climate equity. Nobody even knows what that phrase means. But he pronounces it like people should go, oh my God, yes, climate equity. Climate equity. What the F are you talking about, buddy? Well, it's because these freeways have been built in communities of color. And the people are taking the brunt of the pollution from the freeways. That's I climate think, equity. I th- that that is ridiculous. Racist the, the, and classist. He called these. Uh, really, that's funny. The four or five uh, that I know goes through uh, Bel Air and Brentwood. Uh, and uh, are South- there houses there though? Yeah, there are. There, I see hotels Brent, and Brentwood Glen. Yes. I had a friend who lived about a block away from the freeway. In fact, there was uh, they had a ramp that went, went to the neighborhood that they closed oh, up. Oh, he must have been ghetto for that. Yeah, and uh, by the way, the, yeah, the 405 goes through uh, Sherman Oaks. And Remember uh, that Beverly Hills would not allow that freeway that was going to connect from like the 10 well, all the way they, across. They, well, somebody should have... They killed that project. Somebody yeah. should have bulldozed Beverly Hills. They should have been uh, <laughs> cut right through that. I don't care if they cut through rich people neighborhoods. What I'm saying, though, is, is the 405 goes through everyone. All right, goes through rich, poor, a lot of middle class areas. Goes through a lot of, I mean, it goes through Irvine in Orange County for God's sakes, and Costa Mesa. So that's a load of like a nonsense. It's their fake equity uh, distraction. Well, we really don't think you should because you know why people aren't falling for the uh, the climate change nonsense. They're still driving the cars. So well, it's not only climate change, but it's uh, climate equity. Don't you know? All right, keep uh, trying. Yeah, right. It's racist that I'm driving on the 405. Sure. Whatever you say, pal. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere. iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM 640.
We're on the radio from 1 until 4, and then after 4 o'clock, the iHeart app has the John and Ken podcast, and you could hear whatever you missed. All right, coming up after 3, the FBI is investigating the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department for a couple of incidents that uh, made the news concerning police officers interacting, certainly in one case with a couple of suspects with a shoplifting story. Uh, Steve Gregory will update us on that. After that, we'll talk about this top union official with LAPD telling, uh, telling people in the union maybe you need to look elsewhere to work as a police officer, and that's surprising since it's coming from a union official. We'll get into all this after the news at 3 o'clock. The other story I saw on the local TV news, besides the fact that it's hot, was that tonight's drawing in the Powerball is $900 million complete with asking people that John Bluebird liquor how they'll spend the money. No. Yeah, they did. And they go, <laughs> oh, yeah, they spent like a good two-minute report standing there with a bunch of goofs <laughs> buying lottery tickets for tonight. And one guy even showed he had like a portfolio. must have had like 100 or 200 tickets stuffed in there that he bought. All losers? Well, I they will find be. out tomorrow if he's won the uh, the grand prize. I... <laughs> if, if, if you... If you need to be convinced that there's no hope for humanity, just uh, go look at those uh, liquor store lottery lines anywhere, because uh, that's just it's a clear sign that nobody understands math. And I mean, look, look, they're they're dumbing down math until it's almost non-existent in the schools, based on that last story you had. And this is you you could see the result of it. That nobody understands that when you have a one in a billion chance, you're going to lose money. You're wasting your money. And it's all people who don't need to lose money. Well, I, I think this lady should buy a lottery ticket. We have a story out of France that a woman was having coffee with a friend and she got struck by a meteorite. Now, before I go much further, I'll tell you it was four ounces. It was like a tiny rock. Mm. So she said, but that's got a lot of speed to it. She said, I felt a shock to the ribs. I thought it was a ball or or some sort of animal, like a bat hit me. And then apparently she found what hit her and took her to a geologist who said that, yeah, it's a, it was made of iron and silicon and it it was a very tiny meteorite. What are the odds of being? It's like the odds of winning the lottery. That's why I said she should buy a lottery ticket. She got hit by a tiny meteorite. Four inches? Four ounces. Four ounces. That's the weight of it. That's very light. But that's a small rock. Yeah. I know it hurt them, but But think think of the speed. It's dropped from space. 50 tons of meteorite material falls to Earth's surface on a daily basis, but most ends up in the oceans. Ah. So it's very rare to find them in the regular environments where people. Around. I'm going to go stand outside more. Uh, do you want to get just get hit by a meteorite yeah. and end it all? Don't you? Uh, <laughs> we found out uh, late last week that the main cause of death for, remember, Lisa Marie Presley passed away? Mm-hmm. Kind of surprising. She was only 54. Uh, she had a, well, she had a small bowel obstruction after bariatric surgery. There are risks that come with weight loss surgery, and uh, unfortunately, uh, this one took her life. There's now a doctor. Uh, He apparently is behind a series called Botched, and he wanted to talk about the risks people are taking 
to achieve dramatic weight loss, which, of course, could include uh, not just these uh, surgeries, but also using that drug that's become very popular, particularly among fashionable West Siders, Ozempic. It's supposed to be a, di- a diabetes drug. That's what it's marketed as. Yeah, yes. you, ta- you take it. I- I've seen the commercials, and they say it can cause weight loss. Yeah, well, I, I guess it does cause weight loss, and so uh, all the uh, all the West Side women are on it. Hmm. It's their it's their quickie weight loss fix. He says bariatric surgery can create scar tissue that can strangle your intestines. Now, hmm. yeah, but is it was it that or was it uh, you know uh, years and years of opioid use? Because using opioids makes you extremely constipated, and sometimes opioid addicts die of an impacted colon. Yeah, you are right. They did find evidence of drugs in her system, too. Oh, she's been a long-time opioid drug addict. Uh, other long-term risks include hernias, gallstones, malnutrition, low blood sugar, ulcers, and reflux. And what? Ref- oh, acid reflux and dumping. <laughs> what? Dumping syndrome, hmm. which can cause diarrhea, flushing, vomiting, and lightheadedness. I've never well, heard that term before. Well, you, Dumping syndrome. You should engage in flushing after diarrhea. I imagine that means you can't that let you're it constantly right. Uh, you're constantly draining well, one yeah. way or the other. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, and he says that sometimes people who don't lose weight with bariatric surgery then they turn to psychozempic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you have scarring. You have uh, slower intestines from weight loss drugs and and the opioids. Well, then uh, what's going to happen? Well, going to fall over dead. He says if you're going to go to onto the Ozempic type drugs and you're going to get intestinal pain, you're going to get stomach bloating, you're going to get pain. You drink alcohol with this, you're predisposed to intestinal obstruction and pancreatitis. Oh my God! Ozempic's already been linked to a bunch of bad side effects. What? Putrid, excessive and putrid belching. <laughs> what is putrid belching? Does it oh, smell a, bad? Uh, yeah, I guess it like does. You belch out a stink? Well, don't most smell bad? Yeah, know. have you ever uh, done a big belch and it's like, oh, well, sure, you get that, re- that like an acidy reflux kind of thing? Yeah, it's, it's half-digested food. Yeah. And sagging skin. Oh, yeah, because if you lose the weight quickly... Right. Uh, Actually, having a little weight on you keeps you looking younger. Your face. Yeah, that is true. Face, yeah. That is true. I, I run into people that, that had dramatic weight loss, and I'm like, you seem to look older to me. Yeah, they, uh, they look shriveled. Right, because the skin. Like, of... like the, a pop balloon. <laughs> it's like a pop balloon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 9% of patients reported belching as a side effect of Ozempic. 6% noted acid reflux. You're going to see, Deborah. You're going to want to keep uh, 10 pounds on. Maybe a few, but just if I could just say, okay, just on my face, nowhere else. You're not taking Ozempic, Oh, are God, you? no. No, I'm just saying she's she's always worried yeah, about her I, weight. Of course. Yeah. You know, but, I'm always, I'm, a, I'm Ken, you know, I'm a tiny person. So even five pounds hmm. is a lot for somebody like me. All right, when we return, Steve Gregory will join us from KFI News. The FBI is now looking into these L.A. County deputy incidents, uh, Palmdale, Lancaster, the places that they occurred. One of them we spent a lot of time on, and that was the couple that uh, may have been shoplifting, and eventually a deputy threw the woman in the pair uh, to the ground. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI Newsroom. 
Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.